All right, Rabbi Good morning. Let us begin. We are continuing this morning in Meretz Hashem and Osnun Beis in Tzidkas HaTzadik. So the Rebbe, let's just pick up where we left off. We left off in on page Kufchav Kimmel, Osnun Beis, page Kufchav Kimmel, Biuri HaChasidus, the left-hand column in the bottom. So Rebbe says, so this is actually quite beautiful. So the Rebbe writes as follows, Vihine Davar Muchach. So remember again, Rebbe Tzadik was developing a theme which which is not novel, because we, we've learned this concept before, but you're going to see that what Rab Tzaddik is going to do with it today, I, I, I think, is actually quite novel. So Rab Tzaddik spoke about the idea about Messianic redemption, and Mashiach could come either to a generation that is deserving or to a generation that's kulochayiv, that's undeserving. But the incredible thing is that the generation that's undeserving often could be transformed into a deserving one, through the process of tshuva, as we'll discuss. And Rapsadik really highlighting the idea. Well, actually, let, let, let's see. So remember, actually, we know we left off, we left off, I think, page Kufchov Dalit, excuse me. So let's pick up page Kufchov Dalit. So the Rabbi says, Vahari Amru Chazal. Eizudar Chaviv Mikaladaros. This is actually a very beautiful idea. In the eyes of the Rebano Shalom, what is considered to be like the most, when Rebano Shalom looks at the generations, which generation is considered to be the most beloved of all the generations? So the Rebbe says, quoting over here the Yerushalmi, Ezer der Chavmi Kaladoros, Zedor Hamidbar. Generation of the deserts. Which, which is really quite interesting. Think about this, and the timing of this is quite amazing. Parshas Kisisa this week, Chita Egel this week. One, one of the worst Averos committed in the history of the Jewish people was, you know, if you, if you think about the top two, top two Averos committed by the Jewish people, Chet Egel, what else? Right? Chet Maraglim. Committed by the same generation. But I say now, again, I also want to be clear, you know, in general, in life, you never stand in judgment of someone else. Al Taldines Chavercha Achet Limkomo. Judging other people is, is never is never really a, a, a beneficial exercise, especially given the fact that we truly never understand the circumstances. We, we, we don't understand what it means to live under 210 years of servitude and then suddenly be emancipated. We recognize that there's a residual impact on being a slave for so many generations. So chas v'shalom, no level of judgment but nevertheless, it's fascinating to see a statement like this, that the most beloved generation in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Dar HaMidbar, the generation that, that still objectively committed so many dramatic, well, two major dramatic averas. So the Rebbe says, V'atan l'ma'alasamzu, Shadra HaMidbar Hum, B'pnei Shazachu l'Kabbalah Satora. So I will say, but on the other hand, as much as Dar HaMidbar committed the Chayit HaEgal, Chayit HaMiraglim, they also were the generation who experienced Kabbalah Satora. Kabbalah Satora, Senaitic revelation, acceptance of the Torah. The Gamla Acher Madre Gossim Hanamucha Bagolus Mitzrayim, his Alu Lihios Hadar Hakovit Biosimikoladoros. Sirabo say, Reptavik says something absolutely amazing. What does it mean when the Yerushalmi says that the most beloved generation in the eyes of Akadish Baruch was the Dar Hamidbar? Because it was the posits. That if you look at, at the generation, the Dara Midbar, perhaps there's been no other generation who has undergone such dramatic transformative change as the Dara Midbar. It's possible that's what Chazal is saying, that's what Absadik is trying to bring out. Think about this one for it's true, they committed some significant Averus. But where else did you ever find a generation who could go from slaves to Nasavanishma 
in 49 days. Where else did you ever see an entire generation who could undergo such cathartic transformative change within such a short, a relatively short amount of time? And the Rebbe says, in the eyes of HaKadosh, this is the thing that, HaKadosh, that, that the Reptavik is going to highlight over here. Number one is the power of change or the ability to change. Number two, how in the eyes of the Ribono Shel Olam, when we exercise that ability to change, that is the most beloved thing in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Kimokein, aladoro shoshlama ha-malach alav ha-shalom. Actually, if you skip a little bit, skip to the bottom, uh, on page Kofkov Dalit, in the Bi'orei HaSidos, skip to the bottom of the right-hand column. V'zem mipnei, she'ef 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 So here, here's the question. So Reb Tzadik now asks on, on a different level, and I think that this is a question that many of our, that, that we ask ourselves many times when we learn the stories of the Dor HaMidbar. How could this be? How can you have a generation, how can you have a generation who could exhibit the worst kind of behavior? The worst kind of behavior. Right? So they, they could go ahead and they could build the ego. They can go ahead and commit the Chit HaMarak. And Rebbe by the way, those are just the two major ones, right? Remember again, there's a lot of other small stuff which unfolds over the course of the 40 years in the desert. How could it be that you could have the same generation engage in all of this negative activity and yet also say Nasa Vinishma? How, how does that, it, it almost appears to be an inherent personalistic contradiction to which the Rebbe says something amazing. So again, Reb Tzadik brings in the door of Shalom Aleich, which I want to leave out for today. But Reb Tzadik says, in general, how could it be that you could have a generation that essentially is what he calls Kulochayiv, Kulochayiv, in other words, committing the worst kind of activity, and yet again, could then in the next moment raise themselves up to the pinnacle of holiness and spiritual accomplishment. So the Rebbe says something so beautiful. So the Rebbe says, the Rebbe says, because you have to understand something, that the neshama of a Jew comes from a place that is Gavoa Yoser. That wording is so profound. The Neshama comes from a place that is Gavoa Yoser. Gavoa Yoser, not just high, not just high, but more high. The, the, the highest of the high. If you skip down a few lines, Debe'emes, Kol Chatoi Yisrael, Einom Betzer. I say this is perhaps one of the most important lines in, in Kalatora Kula. Because this is the law. Well, he says the be'emes, because in reality, kol chatoi in the be'etzam. But we'll say, when a Jew sins, when a Jew sins, it's not be'etzam. When I sin, it's not in my essence. That's not my essence. When I sin, when I sin, I'm making a dramatic mistake. I'm abusing my koach my power of free choice. And when I sin, ultimately, again, I'm making a poor decision. But that sin does not reflect who I am in my essence. Rak, listen to this. Rak nafshos Yisrael lechatem him shilon So he quotes a very beautiful Gemara in Sanhedrin that when a Jew sins, what is this comparable to? Laasa dekai bene So it's, he says it is comparable to a hadas, a myrtle branch 
that is growing amongst asavim royim, bad grass. Bad grass, I don't know, you know, weeds, weeds. It's like a myrtle branch that is growing amongst weeds. Kolomar, shepnimius nafshon, nish eres piktushasam, vachatoim mastirim umechasim osum rakmi bachutz, veinam pogmim es pinimiusam. So we'll say, Rabbi over here is discussing the very essence of the Jew. How is it that one generation could engage in such deleterious activity, such terrible chatoim, egel, meraglim, and, and a lot of other stuff, but you'd also say nasa and how, 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 how does that happen? But we'll say, it's the same, by the way, remember how Rabbi went back, how is it that a generation could be so bad, and yet HaKadosh Baruch Hu could bring about circumstances, and they do tshuva, and could transform themselves into the generation that's right to be Mechavah Panei Mashiach. How does that happen? Shadok says, because you need to understand the essence of the dynamic of the Jew. The essence of the dynamic of the Jew is, number one, Shoresh Nishmasam Mimakam Gavoah. Remember that phrase. Shoresh Nishmasam Mimakam Gavoah. The essence of my soul is from the highest of the high. I come from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I am a Nitzus Elokim Mima'amam, like the Balatanya writes. I am a spark from the Reibon That's what I am. And that is my essence. I, but I sin. I, but I do things wrong. That's true. But those sins, those Averis, as Reb Tzavik says, they are not, they are Enam Be'etzem. They are Enam Be'etzem. They're not my essence. They're bad things I do. So Rapsal says, I am like the myrtle branch that grows amongst the weeds. There's a lot of weeds. Those weeds represent my bad decisions. Those weeds represent my wrong turns. Those weeds represent all the negative things I do in life. And sometimes there's a lot of weeds, so many weeds that you can't even see the myrtle branch. But at the end of the day, the myrtle branch is always there. The chait never impacts my etzem never impacts my essence. The rabbi goes on, So he goes on, if you turn the page for just a moment, okay, so he says, So he uses the, he uses the metaphor from Shira Shirim as well. Like a rose amongst the thorns. So, so what does that mean, like a rose amongst the thorns? That statement is, is the ultimate essence of the Jew. A lot of times, I create a lot of thorns, a lot of thorns through my negative activities. But just because there's a lot of thorns doesn't negate the fact that there's a beautiful rose. That's my etzim pnimiuso, the essence of who I am, the hados that grows amongst the weeds. So I will say, why is this important? Because Rabbi Tzadik is describing over here why change is possible. Right, Rabbi saying, why, why assume that change is possible? Well, why, why is that? Why not say that after you make certain bad decisions, you've locked yourself into a certain way, and that's who you are. That, that's, that's what you are. You've gone down a particular derech. That's what it is. Mehich say that change is possible. Why, why, why do you assume that? To which the Rebbe says, because... And all of, I'm not going to repeat everything again, but because of everything he said, when I sin, it's not, it's because when I sin, the one thing, I may change my behaviors, and I may change as a result of my bad decisions, certain realities in my life, but I never change who I am. I never change my panemius. The panemius remains, the rose remains, the hadas remains, 
And because those things remain, therefore by definition, change is always possible. That's how a Dor HaMidbar goes ahead and builds the ego, commits Chet HaMeraglim, but at the same time also goes ahead and says, Nasev and Ishma. I, it's a stira mineu, it's inherent contradiction. It is inherent contradiction. But Lamaisa, because the inner rose, because the inner hados is never tainted, never compromised, therefore change always remains possible. I was about to stop over here, but again, you could see the power of Lepzadik's words. This entire Yisod, this is the key to tshuva, this is the key to optimism in life. Because if you, don't believe, if you don't believe this, if you don't subscribe to this, then the truth is, life is very depressing. Because every day is filled with dramatic mistakes. And if you don't accept this ideology of Reb Tzadik, which is not just Reb Tzadik, an ideology of Yiddishkeit, then at the end of the day I make mistakes and essentially I've locked myself in to an ongoing downward spiral. But if I believe in the inner rose, if I believe in the inner hados, then change is always possible. All right, to